We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now, like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and Hey Meave. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. where me, Nicole Byer, tries to figure out how I'm still single, even though um, I would move into your shitty little house and never complain about it. My guest today, oh baby, you know him. You've seen him on Broad City. He wrote for New Girl, Younger, Teachers. Mm, do you have one more credit? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Elliot Kleiser! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Elliot, thank Hi. you so much for oh returning. I say returning because I booked you <laughs> and I double booked you and I said, my friend, go away. <laughs> it is okay. I got to chill out downtown a little more. Uh-huh. Found myself some salt and straw. Oh, do you yeah. like salt and straw? It's okay. I'm not an, I, I have a crazy sweet tooth, but mm-hmm. I'm not like, I'm not huge on ice cream. Okay, I also, have... as I've gotten older, have had uh, dietary Ah, issues when it yes, comes yes, to yes. A, a decent amount of uh, dairy. Yes, it makes you toot. <laughs> More than that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I toot so hard toot. after some ice cream or some cheese. Were you like, did you do that in your like, I don't know, teens and... No. Yeah, me either. No, I could eat whatever I wanted. I just expanded and I wasn't gassy yeah. or like shitting my brains out. Yeah, I have ice cream and I'm like, I gotta go. I, yep. I gotta go. I'll see yep. you guys later. You hit 30 <laughs> and then you have ice cream with friends and you go, well, we're not doing a <laughs> thing crazy. after this. I mean, it's really crazy. I, so yeah, anyway, so I have, I'm very sparing with my salt mm-hmm. and straw. I once planned an ice cream date where we were going to fuck after. Oh, no, no, no. No, but it happened and it was fine. And then okay. I got gurgly after the fucking. Oh. And I was like, okay, bye-bye. <laughs> I see you later. Take okay, me bye-bye home, now. please. <laughs> so I don't shit all over your I dick honestly, or your bathroom. Well, I still don't understand. I never understand. I mean, I guess it's just kind of, you know, societally ingrained in us. But the idea of like a date where it's like we go out to eat, you know, and then we mm-hmm. drink and stuff or whatever. And then we have sex. Mm. I know that's like the society. I'm like talking about like everything. <laughs> you know, it's like does the yeah. society is designed that way. But I'm like, 
It really should be the other way around. Yeah, you should fuck <laughs> and then get hungry. Get hungry. <laughs> go out to eat. And cap then, it off with ice cream and then go your separate ways. And pass out on your own. I mean, that is weird. I wonder why we go get food first and then have sex. Well, I also feel like it's also, of course, even more complicated for women because women have to be like proper when like they have to play that stupid game of being like i'm not that hungry or like i'm oh, gonna I pick at this never Whereas, do that but i'm saying but it's like never. it's such an annoying thing that <laughs> yes. like women i think have to are are pressure to do more than men where we're oh, like absolutely we're like we can like eat whatever we want you know i can eat whatever i want mm-hmm. it's fine it's like and that already grosses me out that it's already the the, the balance is already mm-hmm. off so it's just like it's just fucking nonsense i could never imagine just being like i'll have a salad? Uh, yeah. And then spend more time with someone being ravenously hungry? Yeah. I was on a date once and I was like, I'm going to be bad. Can I have the fried chicken <laughs> and the avocado toast? And I'm going to make me a fried chicken avocado sandwich? Delicious. He was like, you're really going for it. And I said, I am. <laughs> I don't like you're really going for it. I don't like that. <laughs> oh, people love to say mm. whatever they want to me. <laughs> and I'm not sure why. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like you're really going for it. Mm-hmm. I did have a a boyfriend for a little over a year and it was congratulations thank you so much congrats thank you thank you thank you uh we made it through a year but (laughs) he was he's we're still friends and he's great but he ate all the time Mm -hmm. i mean he wasn't like i mean he's a beautiful man he's an absolutely beautiful Mm -hmm. man (laughs) but he just ate all the time and it just was so funny to me that i when I think of, you know, as a gay guy, when I think mm-hmm. about dating, it's like I always think about emotionally, but also sexually, we're fucking Neanderthals. <laughs> like two men like pawing at each other, you know, trying to mm-hmm. like make sense of what this is, you know, where we're t- we're not taught to do this together. And so it's just this like wild, this wildness that has persisted throughout time that still never becomes, I don't know, it feels like it, it feels harder to me, mm-hmm. you know, to be. Uh, not to be gay per se, but but to not have somebody try to ingrain in you, you know, this like a, a control, uh-huh. you know, like a stasis, like like with men and women, it's very specific. Where to, you know, whether or not they're mm-hmm. you fall well, into your roles, yes, for better se, or worse, yeah. you know, you just do because the world teaches that to you. Mm-hmm. When you're not just that, then it's just complicated because you're kind of left to your own devices. Mm-hmm. Your resources are less. And that's always been so, you know, problematic for me, at least. I feel the same way, even though I lean more towards dating men. Yeah. I, it's hard for me to fall into a traditional role of a woman in a relationship. Yeah. Because I'm not, I feel like women are supposed to be a little submissive. They're supposed to be like a little mysterious. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I literally do a podcast where I talk freely about my entire life absolutely i'm not mysterious if you google me you can find out anything (laughs) you you want to know know about me and i I don't know how to be a little submissive yeah i try in life i don't know how to in the bedroom ooh, baby yeah (laughs) i'll do it i'll do it tie me up oh dating is so exhausting i've always thought lingerie is the funniest thing because as somebody who's like not turned on to see a woman in lingerie Mm -hmm. I'm like, why does she have to do the work? Why does why is there a store? Why is there a store for her to uh-huh. go in and spend money to do the work? It's all about uh-huh. him. Everything goes back to f- making him happy, and it's so gross. It's it so is gross. Gross, but also lingerie is just confusing. So confusing because to me. I I don't wear lingerie. I've never been in a relationship long enough where I'm like, gotta keep it spicy. But I once wore. 
uh, panties, underwear, I don't know, whatever. Panties? Panties is such a weird word. <laughs> but I was wearing panties with sequins on them. And I was like, oh my God, he's going to love these. Yeah. And he just ripped them off and literally threw them across the room. And right. I was like, but all my hard work. But, exactly. Um, don't you want to see the panties? Don't, is that just so weird to me? Because it's like, it's subjective where it's mm-hmm. like, it's like, so he doesn't want to see the panties? You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't want to see this? No. No, he just wants to take it off. It's he like, just wants to take it off and see me. But there's such weird, like, there's to me, there's like weird psychological stakes to that. Mm-hmm. Where you went out of your way to buy something that you're like, I'm putting, I'm buying this with money. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, I'm putting, I'm projecting like excitement into this. And uh-huh. a little mis- a mystery, actually. Yeah, a little mystery. <laughs> a little mystery. Unwrap this little sequin present. And then he just throws it away. And yes. it's like, it doesn't make him a bad guy, in my no. opinion. It just means like... You're being you're being peddled something that's an mm-hmm. idea rather than a a good. Yeah, and I guess it's a good conversation to have with someone to be like, "Do you like little nasty panties?" I always Do ask people like that lingerie? now. I ask my female friends all the time, like, "Do you like?" I mean, I I would never. My sister would literally never go to like Victoria's Secret. You mm-hmm. know, I know my sister. I don't want to think about it that way, but I know <laughs> enough that she's like, "Fuck no." And then when I because st- I, I guess I read an article about Victoria's Secret stock plummeting after they yes. made like some oh, like anti-trans the comments, wildest comments, <sighs> crazy he shit. Was like I'm serving you a fantasy that does not include uh, fatter than a size zero woman or trans women, and it's truly like. What year do you where fucking do, where live are you? in? Where are and you? And what fantasy is so specific to like a blonde haired woman? And then we're going to introduce maybe some black ladies later. Oh, it's so like everyone's fantasies are so wildly different. Like, give me trans, give me fat, give me, give me differently abled people, give me everything. Yeah, it's so arc. It's I mean that those comments were really bizarre. Almost bizarrely archaic. Yes. But I couldn't, like, in reading some thought pieces about it, mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I've never had a reason to really stop and think about lingerie on women. And it was like, oh, my God, like, this, it's like a bizarre cottage industry mm-hmm. that makes tons of money. So And much the Angels money. fashion show, I, again, I've never s- thought to stop and watch I've it. I've never watched it. It <laughs> makes no sense. I heard them talk about it on, on uh, Stern, and it was like, what is this? Like, what? Also, I don't think you can buy the pieces. Uh, exactly. I don't think you can buy what they're wearing. No. So it's it makes absolutely no sense to me. It's crazy. I'm going to go into Victoria's Secret tomorrow and be like, excuse me, can I have those big angel wings? <laughs> I'm really looking for a pair of angel wings for the bedroom. They're giant, so stupid. <laughs> giant angel wings. Like, what the fuck? Oh, you want a fucking angel? I, I'm, it's so or it's so weird. It's so weird. Like It's, it's bizarre. It's genuinely bizarre because you like if you stop as a person and like just peel back just Mm -hmm. take a macro look at what that is it's like all these people are in this big space (laughs) in fucking london or wherever they are applauding as like ladies walk up and down a a, like a pathway (laughs) with wings on yes and some of them don't look all right they don't look well it's almost as if they're clapping they're like they made it and (laughs) now they can go have a banana (laughs) or you're clapping them like they're like peter pans to keep them alive yes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's crazy. It's or Tinkerbell or whatever. Yeah, what? Yeah, whatever. It's just crazy. It's so crazy. I used Think to work the- at a Lane Bryant, and we used to have to like pedal lingerie to yeah. women. You'd be like, "Come look at Casique, which is their lingerie stuff and their bras," and then they'd be like, "Oh, okay." And you'd be like, "Do you want a Santa nighty for Oof, Christmas?" Yeah. And women would always be like, "No, no, yeah, I no. don't want a Santa nighty for Christmas." Of course not. Do you want some crotchless <laughs> panties that truly look like a slingshot? <laughs> they would. Be, I don't know if you've ever seen full size crotchless no. panties, but it's like just. 
very a long band for your waist, and then it looks like um, the you know a car wash. The little the fringes. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Two little fringes in the front. So <laughs> and it's then you're li- like, where does your pussy go? I guess the fringe goes around your <sighs> puss. It is. Well, I've never worn crotchless panties. I don't. I don't get. Is it. that so that a woman, I guess, has on sexy clothes, but her pussy's still like there and accessible. Yeah, I think so. Ooh, and it's that's like not seems pointless because I pointless. still have to wash these jeans. <laughs> exactly. I wear underwear so I can wear my jeans more <laughs> exactly. than once. That is insane. Crotchless it's panties. So crazy. <laughs> I've I don't edible panties, like you what? Oh, we I, just had dinner. <laughs> it's a very nineties, like archaic nineties mm-hmm. thing where it's like it's I think it's sort of also in the realm of like how we as as kids around then were taught to be like, fuck mom, fuck your mom, fuck your dad. They fucking suck. Mm-hmm. Like, you be you, rock out. Like, play music so loud that Michael Jackson comes and, like, you know, rescues you or whatever. Or, like, play, you know, it, it was such a good, uh, that, that, like, rebellious thing. I guess that is the premise of, what is that, Black and White, where Macaulay Culkin's, like, Yeah, Black and White. George so Wendt is like, turn that- it down. Yeah. And Michael Jackson's like, I'll save you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you do a rap verse, Macaulay. music. <laughs> Oh, Michael. Ugh, Michael Jackson. I watched a documentary last night that was, like, deeply disturbing that I don't know why more people are... So, like, circumcision... Are you circumcised? Uh, yeah. Yes. And you're Jewish, yes? Yes. So mm-hmm. it's part of the tradition It is of part of the tradition, Judaism, yeah, the bris. Which I'm like, great, that's your religion, it's yeah, part it's not, of it. It's not so great. I mean, it's it. when you stop and think about it, it is also a strange ceremony where... A rabbi comes to the house and people gather to watch your baby penis be like, like cut uh-huh. like a like a shawarma. Oh <laughs> it's like boy, insane! So it is weird. It but is, you're not it is like weird. strapped down in that ceremony. Someone's holding no. you, right? Yeah, you're just being held in with a hospital a... in a non-religious no, ceremony. A, home, a baby usually. is literally oh, yeah. strapped down, Oof. and then sometimes not given anesthesia, anesthet- <sighs> anesthetics, anesthesia, anesthesia. And it, sometimes it gets fucked up and they like hospitals like don't report it. It's a real weird thing where there's like a whole lobby that's like it's a cleanliness thing. It's a it, it decreases diseases. And then other doctors are like, no, it's yeah. truly pointless. I mean, I mentioned I think I mentioned Stern a minute ago, but he is a mm-hmm. he's for whatever reason, he is strongly anti circumcision and he circumcises. Mm-hmm. He's Jewish. He's a cir- you know, he's circumcised. But he, I guess he has seen either the same documentary mm-hmm. or read the same material or heard about it. And it is bizarrely it is a bizarre thing tradition in that a lot of doctors if not most are like yeah there's no difference but my, and my whole thing is like if there's no difference why are you doing unnecessary surgery isn't that exactly. more work for you i love not doing a lot of work sure 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 so like yeah, if i was that's to deliver school. a baby i'd be like all right it's good <laughs> it's fine. can you circumcise it well i don't why I, um i could go home now is there overtime for is the it- bris <laughs> i could i i don't know i don't i don't really get it but i still am i still I guess I should see the documentary, but I'm still like, I hate to say it. I'm still, I still sort of can't believe it when I see one. It's a little incredible. It's fully hooded. Wild. Yeah. It's... I've never been to a brisk. I wonder if I'll ever be invited to a brisk. I'd Wait, probably get too no, rowdy. No, no K. There's no K? <laughs> I wonder if I'll get invited to a brisket ceremony. <laughs> Do they serve brisket? It's a bris? A bris, yeah. It is incredible how little I know. <laughs> 
And you're from Jersey, right? Yes. You're around Jews. Oh, so many. We got off for all the Jewish holidays. We went to school for so long. Yeah, but you should know what I mean. A bris, a bris is. It sounds like you're saying. Oh, wait, I just fucked up. Yeah, but a bris. But you, there's no reason unless you like had unless you like had Jewish parent friends, mm-hmm. you wouldn't be going to brises. Oh, I guess I went to a lot of bar and bat mitzvahs. Yeah, yeah, but nobody. Our friend H. Allen Scott, my favorite mm-hmm. thing is that he he converted to Judaism. But when he was a kid and would go to bar mitzvahs, the first one that he went to, someone had told him that at the bar mitzvah, the 13-year-old boy would be circumcised. <gasps> oh, boy. And so he was, like, super queasy and, like, really oh, nervous no! and was just, like, really dramatic about going to this bar mitzvah. <laughs> I would have been so excited. I'm like, so we get to see his dick? Oh, my God. Well, I think he was excited and scared. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, there are adult circumcisions that I I, I don't know. I, it's, it's That's interesting to me, an adult circumcision. And in this documentary, there's a woman who got an adult female circumcision. Yeah. And she was like, nothing changed for me. Everything's great. And I was like, well, if nothing changed, why did you do it? Yeah, why did she do it? it? it, She never really explains why she did it. Her mom wanted her to do it. She flew back to Sierra Leone. They did it there. Now she's back here. And now she's like, for the choice of it. And it was just a very weird stance to take, I think. If nothing changed. removed her clitoris? I don't know if she removed it fully. Not fully, but it's like. Or if it's like you remove the hood That is insane. Yeah, and it seems invasive and like not okay. Deeply invasive. Yeah, and then in the documentary, they said that boys that aren't circumcised, their doctor will push back the foreskin because they're like obsessed with like cleaning. It just seemed like a bunch of men obsessed with dicks. And it was really weird. It's a very weird, it's a very, it's a very strange uh, industry, you know, yes. the, the idea of it and, and the people who are like thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, even the idea of like forced circumcision on women in in like f- different countries or whatever. It's like, are you serious? Like you're that f- hyper focused yes. on derailing a woman's pleasure yes. that yes. you're circumcised. Like that is outstanding and how crazy Ugh. and and If someone awful stole my is. clit, I'd be so upset. It's really upsetting. I'd be so mad. I'd say, "Hey, give me my nubbin back." Wait, were you <laughs> Were you have you have you been with uncircumcised men? I have. And I enjoy it. Yeah, it's it's a, it's, it's a surprise. The first few times are surprising, I find. Yes, I was at a movie with a friend where they showed an uncircumcised dick. Mm. She leaned over and she said, What's wrong with that dick? Yeah, it's, yeah. And I said, my friend, that's an uncircumcised dick. And she said, oh, I've never seen one before. Yeah, it's, it's a possibility. Like, today? <laughs> today is the first time you're seeing Wait, one? Wait, oh, she was an adult? Yes, oh, a I thought full you were kids. ass adult. No, this was literally oh. this year. Wow. Yes. <laughs> wow. Yes. She's never seen one, like, looked one up? or No, I guess she never had the desire but you know me i was always like show me all of them of course yeah but i remember the first time i'm not one a uh, guy that i dated he was uncircumcised mm-hmm. i'd never been with a guy who was uncircumcised before and he explained that like he doesn't need like lube or yeah like, you lotion. don't need lube because you got the skin i casing. did not understand it it's yeah we it's worked with it but i did not understand it yeah they don't need lube. They don't need lotion to masturbate. You don't need nothing. Very, I just was like, what? Like, I, yeah. I still phys- I still like psychologically can't understand what that means. It it's like one of those toys growing up that tube where you like the tube is in the tube and there's gel in the middle. Do you know? What I'm oh, talking that's about? like wait, the one where you turn it over and it makes noise. No. no. Um. 
They used to sell at this store called Zanies in in New Jersey. <laughs> uh, if anyone knows what I'm talking about, of, please tweet at me. Tube with jelly in the middle, you said. <laughs> yeah, it's like this tube with jellyish stuff and it sparkles. Oh, I know exactly and it's like what a you're talking about. Tube oh, that you can just... I loved those. Yes, yes, and I think whoever invented it is like, I missed my foreskin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, you mean like those? Like they're like wands, I think, right? Yeah, it's like a wandy type th- of yes, thing. Yes, I know what you're talking about. Yes, I thank love those. Those. those are beautiful. Those are very beautiful, and they remind me of an uncircumcised penis. Yeah, they're gorgeous. Ugh. Oh, wait. We should take a break. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service that's all about helping you have fun and get creative with your style. Shift gears in your wardrobe without a complete and expensive overhaul. Dressy stuff, trendy going out clothes, casual tops and premium jeans, sweaters, outerwear, vacation fits, you name it. For just $98 a month, you get a choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. Fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus the option to buy what you love. I like Newly a lot because sometimes I don't want to like own a sparkly thing because I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to wear it more than once. Also, I have a ton of sparkly things. And Newly is very good at like having a sparkly thing that I'll wear once and then I can send it right back. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DATEME20. Just go to newly.com, N U U L Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code DATEME20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com. Newly with two U's with code DATEME20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. 
If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash date me. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions and flirt with the locals. Me encanta muchacho! <laughs> without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. And we're back! <laughs> boop, boop, boop. What a break! I hope you like that ad. Uh, buy whatever it is. <laughs> if it's for a quip, <laughs> I love a quip toothbrush. Oh, we love quip. Do you have a quip? Not yet, but I mean podcasts. We love quip. Podcasts do. They love, love their quip. quip. Do you do a quip ad too? Uh, we do a quip ad. Mm, we do, we've done quip. a quip. Quip is Quip is going to take over the world. It really via is. Podcasting. It really is. Um. So, are you single right I now? I am indeed single. Yeah. Are you looking? Always. <laughs> I'm seeing a gentleman, but we're it's very early. How early? Uh, we've probably gone out maybe six times. Okay. And I'm always absolutely petrified of, like. Of what's supposed to be normal, quote unquote, petrified by it, by the idea of like people being like, yeah, we started like we we, we went exclusive after three months. Uh I still remember as a kid, as a teenager, there was a you might remember this. There was a local tri-state or maybe like citywide channel called Metro TV. Yes. It was like maybe it was the Madison Square Garden Network or something. And it was very weird. You'd stumble upon it and sometimes you'd leave it on. It was so weird. Mm -hmm. And they had like what felt like interstitials instead of actual tv shows but they had a show called third date and it just followed these couples around on their third date in manhattan Mm -hmm. and i remember so distinctly someone on the show in explaining the premise was like you know by the third date you usually know and that's when you usually sleep with somebody and i was like okay and it just like registered in my head Mm -hmm. and again i mean i'm not i'd never even dated women but i was just like okay that's what it is Mm -hmm. and all these just like rules and 
it's so it's such a scary it's abyss of like so disinformation and confusion. I had a dude tell me he was like, "Yeah, I give people three dates and then I make my decision." Oh. And I was like, "Oh, that's exactly what happened." And we never we didn't go out after three yeah. dates. He just decided that I was not for him. I I guess after I don't three dates to me is too little. I think so too. I mean, I remember a therapist saying it takes it does. It takes at least six months to get to begin to know somebody. Ah, it really takes a year. And I I'm, I'm just repeating right. what I've heard, but I think it's right. Yeah, I do feel after two, three months, though, that like you can make a choice. Yeah. Like I want to be exclusive with you right. or I do like you, but honestly... I'm looking for something better. Wait, did you say three months or three dates? Three months. Yeah, months. I think months. so too. Yeah. Unless you're like hanging out with the person 24-7. Of course. In the beginning. Yeah, but, but that's also that's not bad. that's also inaccurate because you are you're creating a scenario that's pretty, I think, unrealistic mm-hmm. unless you're crazy. Yes. <laughs> and you're or you're or you're so, you know, um, erratic and manic that you like, you know. Mm-hmm. Move in together very quickly, and and then like become codependent, which I don't think, which I also find just as a person, I'm just like I'm not into codependency. Ah, I'm and I was I did it, but codependent. I yeah, just on one person. I have a very good friend that I can spend all day every day with. Yeah, we just were in St. Louis. It's Sashir. <laughs> I, I was going to say Sashir or John. Yeah, <laughs> it's not our. But we were in St. Louis for two days, and then we were in Vegas for two days. We slept in the same bed and spent almost yeah, every but moment together. That's totally normal to me. That's like Is you guys. It? Yeah, you guys are like best friends. You get each other. You have a history. Uh, you love each other unconditionally. So of course you can spend as much time as you want with Sashir. You guys are like best buddies. And I guess I don't want anything from her. Of course. Like I just. And I guess with a man, it's like, or whoever I'm dating, a, per- a woman, whatever, uh, I want something from you. Yes. So then spending so much time is like, well, I, I guess I, I, when I date somebody, I'm like, I put in so much effort. Yes. Where is my result? You're waiting. You're, you're, it's supposed to be um, reciprocal. Yes. When will you tell me that I am enough and you love but me? But that's why dating sucks. It sucks so much. Because it's that game. Because you can't just ask people. No. If you ask someone, they get scared. And that annoys me so much. Oh, I, I, I but it's also, on the other hand, so hard to ask sometimes. Yes. I was in a relationship for a year with a wonderful man and we could not get to a point where we could like actually say thir- certain things or ask for certain things mm-hmm. and it just it it was the end of it. I was dating a dude where I would just blurt out things I wanted. <laughs> like yeah. I would bottle it up so much like he wasn't very good at texting me back. And I was like, this means he doesn't like me. Yeah. Because you text somebody back. If you see someone's name that you like, you'll you'll text them back. Yeah, I understand. And we were talking, and I was like, you're bad at texting. And he was like, I know. I leave my phone around. I was like, I know, I've seen it. But you <laughs> you have to text me back. You, you have to, you just have to. And he was like, I will. I was like, if you see my name, please just try harder. He was like, I will. And I was like, I'm very chill. <laughs> yeah, I'm very chill about this. <laughs> then he made fun of me. He was like, you're very chill. And I was like, did I say it like that? He's like, no, but the implication was there. Yeah. But then he got better at it and texted me every day. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is, yes. Well, you know what you're what asking wanted. for there for in my, from where I stand? It's like, you're asking to be considered. Yes. And I had a therapist say that once too, that was like, all everybody wants, and this is not just like in relationships, but it's mm-hmm. like in general, people just want to be considered. And yes. it's not, and it didn't happen with Instagram. It didn't happen with like Twitter and Facebook. 
it you it's just nice when people somebody thinks of you mm-hmm. you know and so like you want it's not just you want him to tw- t- um text you back mm-hmm. you want him to think about you wanting to be text back yes it's not just like oh i should it's like oh nicole would like this yes you know and that's and then if you see something in the world and you think of me text me a dang picture that's of it. it it's just consideration yes and that's like when you get that from somebody it's so i don't know it's just it's just heartwarming it makes my you know, when you get a text from somebody that you really like and then you like get butterflies and then you get butterflies when you see them? <laughs> yes. I love that feeling. It is great. And it happens so rarely. It is a rare, it's a rare occasion. Go on a lot of dates with Dread. Who? With Dro- <laughs> oh, I'm like, who's Dread? <laughs> <laughs> Judge Dread? I'm always going out with Judge Dread, baby. Yeah. Dates are so hard. I've had uh, moments where I'm like, okay, I have. I have all these Tinder matches. I don't mean that in a braggy way. I mean, like, I, I save them and I don't do anything about them. Oh. And then I'm like, okay, I feel lonely. I'm going to go through and, like, schedule dates with the guys who are responsive. Mm-hmm. And I will line up all these dates. And I swear to you, they are – and we're, I'm a comedian. Like, mm-hmm. I can, like, have a conversation. I'm genuinely interested in uh-huh. people and stuff. And I'm exhausted. Not beca- not just so much because of me mm-hmm. having to like put on a show, but because that dread is there of being like, okay, like well, this is square one and it's just drinks. Yeah. This is square one. I'm already exhausted. I get tuckered out. <laughs> you get tuckered out. Uh, unless like, it's like, unless of course it's an amazing date and you're like, you know, you're like meeting each other. Then you're so excited to excited. go out again. But then you're excited to go out again. And but then, then what that if? tuckers me out. Exactly. Like the excitement of like, it went so well the first time. I want to like look as good as yes. as I did the first time. And I hope I'm as fun the second time around. Yes. And, and that's the whole exhausting. thing is exhausting. I was dating from like October to December. I was dating like four people. Mm-hmm. And th- I'd never done that before. And I was also touring and I was working. Oh, yeah. And it was... <laughs> mine it was yeah wild in a way that i didn't understand that like i was constantly just so tired well i have a question for you D- does it make the following sentence make sense to you does it mm-hmm. sound normal to you i don't have time for a relationship yeah does that because when i hear well, that i'm always like you don't i also feel like and, <laughs> and wait you should answer that but i'll say Actually, that i take that back no that does not make sense yeah i literally was working Five days a week during the week and then the week. So I was working seven days a week, yes. more or less. Yes. Sometimes with like a day or two off and I still made time to see people. Yes. Maybe I forgot a date or two there, but like I, I remembered and because I texted you people see them, right? and I wanted to see them. Yes. So if I can do it, like not, I don't work. I work a lot. I know there's people who work more. There's doctors who are on call who are like crazy hours. But if I could do that with my schedule, nobody is too busy to date. Well, that's what I'm. That's my thing. Where I, I guess it, when I hear somebody say that, I'm like, wait a minute. I feel like that's like a privileged statement mm-hmm. that you get to make because, again, not to be like, not to nobody needs to play a violin or whatever. But like, I feel like the world. I've said this before. To, to somebody, somebody said it to me last night and was like, oh, right, you said this. But <laughs> I, I say the world is the world is a bar for straight people. The mm-hmm. world, the entire world, any anywhere you go, anywhere you go, there's potential for like relationships or love or anything, sex, whatever it might be. When you're gay or you're bi or 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 you're trans or you're, mm-hmm. you know, identify as something that's not, quote unquote, like the norm, mm-hmm. you have to like look harder. 
Oh, and then yeah. if you have a brain, mm. you have to look even harder. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's so when someone I hear people say like I'm just not in that space right now. I'm like, can I be in that space? Yeah, like, I would love to be in a space where I'm like, <laughs> I don't need a companion. Exactly. I don't need sex. I don't. I. But like I you need, want it. I want it. And we shouldn't be ashamed of wanting it. It's just yeah. crazy that like I just I always just get, I'm so like flummoxed when I hear somebody have the privilege to to say that this sort of like flippant I mean mm-hmm. I know it's not flippant but the idea of just being able to like toss it aside and be like I'll enjoy love and sex and relation you know like mm-hmm. I'll enjoy this like bizarre chemical react you know like <laughs> scientific biological feeling when the time is when right when the time is right when I'm ready it's crazy it's insane it's wild I don't get it also okay here's a wild thing so on New Year's Eve uh, Sashir and I took a helicopter tour of the fireworks in Las Vegas because oh, wow. we love opulence. Yes. And we're on this helicopter. It's great. Uh, it's, How Vegas do you not know where you're going to be flying? Isn't it scary to know? Like, are you flying near fireworks? No, we didn't get super close, which okay. I was really bummed about. Oh, but then thinking about so it, I was scared. like, oh, we probably would die. Yeah, I don't want you to die. But I mean, <laughs> hey, if I die in a helicopter crash, good on me. <laughs> okay, fair. Also, I wrote a will and it's bonkers. <laughs> okay, okay, perfect. <laughs> Here's one of the things in my will. I asked for like an open casket and for googly eyes to be placed <gasps> over my oh eyes. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> And I think oh, I, wrote, no. I was like, let's just keep my body funny. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I love that. I mean, that is special. Thank you. I think my, my funeral is going to be pretty fun. Yeah, I love it. There's a lot of rules. Open <laughs> casket, googly eyes only. <laughs> and then I was like, ooh, I should have my sister hit the casket so the googly eyes move. <laughs> that wasn't my idea. A friend of mine, oh my God. he was like, you should do that. And I was like, oh, you're very funny. Um, oh, so while we're in this helicopter, yeah. it's like a minute to midnight and the guy in the back, there's five of us in it, and he was like, hey, can we turn down the music for a second? And the pilot turns down the music, and he goes, hey, um, I don't want to go into this new year without you knowing my true feelings. And I, like, grabbed Sashira's <sighs> leg, and I was like, this man is going to propose. Oh, my God. Out of the eight helicopters in the sky, why am I in this one? Yes. Why? Why am I constantly surrounded by people who are happy and in love, and I hate it? Because <sighs> I can't fucking Find it. Oh my so god! So then, also, she's from Brazil. They did not seem like they knew each this other. This is a ninety-day like, fiance. Is, yes, oh it my felt god. like a ninety-day fiance thing. And I was like, I wish there was cameras. I wish this was ninety-day <laughs> oh fiance. Oh my god! So then she, he proposed to her and used a little bit of Portuguese. And he's like, "Did I say that right?" And I was like. You're proposing to this woman who speaks Portuguese and you don't know how to say a couple of things in wow. Portuguese. <laughs> wow. This is so, and wow. she barely speaks English. This is nuts. Whoa. And then she screamed and said yes. And I was like, I hate this. How do I tuck <sighs> and roll out of here? Literally. Let me just fucking fall into a firework and die. That is very that annoying. Way. That is very annoying. Ugh. Don't then, hijack my night ugh, truly, with your joy. <laughs> truly. And then, like, how original you got <laughs> engaged on oh, New Year's Eve. Man. Cool. Wait, that is, it is weird if they don't really, if she, if they don't know each other in the... You can just tell. I feel like they barely knew each other. Do you watch 90 Day Fiance? Of course I do. do I you... do a recap podcast with Marcy Jarrell. You do? Oh, my God. Because I fucking love it. Um, who's your favorite? Are you watching this current season? I've just started getting into it, and I'm watching different parts, but I just... Oh, okay. I'm up. I'm with the current season, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm perpetually so creeped out by Colt. 
Oh, Colt Colty, and his mommy. Colty, Debbie, and did you, Larissa. Did you see, I don't know if you saw the last episode. I haven't seen it yet. Okay, there's no, it's not a spoiler. I'm just saying he and his mommy, I just keep calling her mommy because they're so like Norman Batesy. But they, they're sitting at their kitchen table talking about something very serious. And behind Colt the whole time, I guess it's decoration, is like a really ugly slots machine. Yes, that Colty's dad gifted his oh, mommy. Oh, no, is that what that yes, is? Yes, because Larissa was like, can we get rid of this? And then Colt was like, it was a gift from my dad to Debbie, my mother. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Colt is terrifying. They're all, but they're all so scary, and I watch it, uh-huh. and I'm like, this is, there's two things going on with it. Mm-hmm. One is that without knowing it, without knowing it, it's like, it's like, um, anti-immigrant propaganda. Truly, it is. Like, without a doubt, <laughs> without a shadow of a doubt. It is. But the other thing is that it makes, it's like, it also shows the the incredible privilege of straight cup, straight dating, mm-hmm. heterosexual dating, because it's just like, we can do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah, I'll fucking import somebody <laughs> I if will I import want. you. And I'm like, at uh, the very least, like, give me a gay couple that's just trashy like that. I need some. I would love to see a gay couple Give me couple some diversity there. I want to see some crazy gay people. Oh, well, they serve you diversity on before the 90 days because oh, yeah. this fat white woman goes to Nigeria. Ch- Georgia. I, I watched that one last and night. he loves Trump. And I was like, I mean, that's, I'm going, he says that's like, He's like, I'm going to go see Trump. And yes. it's like. <gasps> and you're like, oh, no. It's so scary. I don't think Trump wants to see Ooh, you. It's so scary. Well, I, I watched just that one episode last night because I was like, I'm not going to go through the whole season. And the that woman, Darcy, from Connecticut. Oh, I love Darcy. She is out of oh, her mind. Oh, my God. I love Darcy. And then uh, what is his name? Darcy oh, and Jesse. Jesse. Darcy, you'll ruin everything. <laughs> if you don't watch 90 Day Fiance. She's like cutting the steak with her like jersey You have to cut it nails. on a bias, Jesse. You have to cut it on a bias that keeps it juicy. My also, children want a juicy kids, steak. I'm like, what? Her, she, she has children and one of them is named Aspen? I'm like, I mean, I gotta get, I, also, uh, she has a single out with her sister uh, that is very bad. Really? Yes, oh, Darcy. No. I'm sorry. I love you, but you're not a singer. Can I also say, I again, I only watched one episode, mm-hmm. but- the guy from, I guess it's the UK. Who can't get in because he can't stop fighting. Yes. And they met on a karaoke app. Get real. Grow yeah, up. Wait, what okay, is so that? I didn't understand what she meant. I literally was like, what is a karaoke app? And secondly, <laughs> am I allowed to think that he's so hot? I He's hot, but like I worry about his brain. I think oh, he's, he's been so, knocked around just so a dumb. little too much. So dumb. And Sometimes like built like I'm an like, ape. Maybe I'll get me a dumb man who he's just so like wants dumb, to. But he likes hang the baby. Every, every word. He likes the little he Lucy. He loves Lucy, and I love that. And I love that she. Oh, Rachel, she always has bags. Like she just has bags, suitcases, <laughs> that, well, and this baby. Al- always holding the baby. Like always. she's the baby's never not in her. Never not in her arms. Honestly, the show is like a sketch show. Everyone's it, playing every an week. insane game. The family are the straight men being like, "This is let's call that the wild thing." It's cr- well, also the idea that they're like. Without saying, they don't have to say it. The, ed- the editors say it by saying, uh, "Are the question of the show is always, is this person in it for a green card?" Yes, but they can't come right out and say no. it. They let a couple of ancillary characters uh-huh. maybe say it in a uh-huh. you know in a hot headed scene. But really, uh-huh. it's like the editors are like taunting us the by being editors like, "Editors are should be paid an astronomical oh amount of money God. because they truly." serve it to you it is a dream honestly the show is such a dream and it is such anti-immigrant propaganda yes. for anybody who's a trumper yes because then they're anybody. just like oh so every everyone they can here get for in us. Yep. we need that wall yep. and we need tighter immigration yep. because they're just coming over to to what yes to do to what? what to do what 
I just, the world is so crazy. Wait, are you on apps right now? Yeah. What apps are you on? Well, I do Tinder. Okay. Which I'm still, I still am disheartened by Tinder because, do you know Lane Moore? I don't know her personally. She, yeah, she has that live show. She has mm-hmm. a show called Tinder Live. And we did it live where she basically swipes through Tinder Live in front mm-hmm. of the audience. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, she's she, – we're doing – we're giving such, like, like timely, thoughtful, you mm-hmm. know, questions. We're really being thoughtful about making a choice of swiping left or right. Whereas I feel like Tinder is, a, is like, a dumpster of – Yes. Like, I get – I feel like I get pictures that are, like, from – 20 years ago mm-hmm. they're out of focus they, they mm-hmm. they're really weird people i've don't, that don't look human take terrible pictures yeah i guess they do and i've stopped judging pictures so much i'll just i'll go i i, I basically go out with anybody yeah at this point you you'll i just will swipe go out her. with anybody because <laughs> if we match maybe something good will happen well i have that attitude too but i'm but i'm still so freaked out by the fact that the pictures look either like they were a mistake. Mm-hmm. Like they, they, they don't look. They if if a person doesn't know anything about filters or angles with iPhones, I'm like I don't. I just don't understand what's going on on the other end. Well, for a gay man, I mean, this is being stereotypical, but I feel like gay men would be better at taking pictures because I, would I feel think like so. gay men. Oh, well, we have Im- like not yeah, image issues, vanity. but like they like major vanity, vanity like issues. You want to yeah. look good. Yeah, a lot of gay men I know work out because they want to look good. Yeah. So I'm like, y'all should be good at the pictures. Yeah. Straight men, on the other hand, are so privileged. I think that they're like, well, women just want someone who's yep. not going to murder them. Yep. So that's what, that's as long what as I, I don't murder, exactly. I whatever that, picture I want. It's crazy. Again, and, but also I'll say that once Tinder started, I still am, I'm still repulsed by the one thing that we don't even notice when, we are, when we're on Tinder, mm-hmm. which is that when you swipe right, I think it says like, yeah, like there's a check mark or something. I forget. I think it says it's a match when you match. Oh, oh when you match when it when you but when you swipe left on somebody, there's a stamp. Yeah, that, and it says no. Nope. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and when I did it when I first had Tinder, I was like, that is so mean. So mean. And to be thought of as somebody who gets the nope, uh-huh. broke my heart. Oh no! Nope. Like how dare we? How dare we think of like that? To me, is the equivalent of when people say like I'd hit it, or when men mm-hmm. talk about women that way, and it drives me crazy because it's like. No one is asking you whether or not you would hit it. You are not in charge. You are not in charge. I mean, you're in charge of your own swipe and destiny. I guess you I are. Now I'm very sad to think about how many no stamps have been nope, I hate on it. my nope. face. Fuck you. Nope. nope. I was doing a show in St. Louis and I was talking. I was like, is anyone here on Tinder? And for whatever reason, people really love heckling me during shows. Oh. And so she was doing some time on my shows, and I was like, does this happen to you? She was like, no. <laughs> no, the way these people talk to you is insane. Oh, I was no. like, yes. PSA, please don't talk to me. Yeah, during, leave me alone. Unless I ask you like, like a, a pointed question. Yeah. Please stop yelling nailed it at me. <laughs> <laughs> I love my show. I love it. I know I'm on it. Yeah. You don't have to yell. <laughs> also, it's triggering. Whenever people are just like, nailed it, like in the world, I'm like, ah. Because <laughs> I hear it so much. Oh, it's probably crazy. It's crazy. I love it, but oh boy. So anyway, yeah. I was talking about Tinder and this guy in the front row or this woman in the front row, she was like, I saw you on Tinder or maybe it wasn't you. And I was like, it was. I'm here in the city. Oh my <laughs> it God. Was me. I'm here. And she was like, well, I'm going to. And I was like, shh, no. We don't have to talk about We don't about have to this. do this. We don't have to do this. Uh, I Then I thought about getting a matchmaker. Oh. And my friend is doing this matchmaker. And it's 
it's like five thousand dollars. What? And I was like, I can't, I can't what? spend five thousand dollars. No, no, no. On someone maybe finding me. Oh a no, man? no, 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 no! You don't need that. It's so much money. You do not need that. <sighs> that is nuts. You do it not is. need that. I'm telling you. Just <sighs> hear me. You. you do not need a I'll matchmaker. Just keep swiping well it's like an endless it isn't it is it can become an a, a crippling <laughs> maw uh-huh. you know like this like echo chamber of of just it's not even like rejection it's just it is it's a feel it can feel very sad because mm-hmm. you're you're treating humans like stock or like yeah. you know like like a checklist and yep. it's awful and 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 my mom is my mom was saying to me I you know um over the holidays she was like what she's like do you what did she say? She was like, with these apps, she's like, everything is based on what somebody looks like. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. And she goes, do you only want to date people you're like that you think look good? And I was like, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to date somebody who I'm not attracted. I'm like, yeah. And she's like, but it's so looks based. And I'm like, well, do you think dad is attractive? And she's like, of course. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, this is just a, a more... You know, hyper focused millennial modern, version of it. Yeah, version of is this person attractive or not? But I still remember. Do you remember that website in early internet, Hot, Hot or, or not? not? Yeah, I, that was uh, late high school for me, and I yeah. was petrified when my friend put my picture on it. Oh but no! But I got an eight, which was great. There you go. I'll take an eight. You know, nobody ever put my picture on it. Thank God. Over the holidays, I went through all of my school pictures. Oh wow! And <laughs> I was. <laughs> Not cute. <laughs> Not cute for oh. Also, I never smiled in pictures. Oh no! And my elementary school pictures were black and white, and not lit for black people because right, I went to school with all white kids. Of course. So it was just this little black blob where you could see my eyes. Oh no! And I just looked <laughs> no so smile. angry. No smile. Oh no! And I looked like I was trying to like. I look like eleven. You oh, know, when like eleven. <laughs> yes. Yes. Super. It's like focused. the blood the is coming is down blood, from her yes. nose. That's what I look like in every single school picture from oh elementary my God. school. I hated school. Of course. Hated it so much. I had ADD. Nobody could nobody understood why cuz I it manifested in me in a way like a little boy like I was hyperactive. I talked too much and the, but then also I was like uh, aloof. Yeah. So like I would be just daydreaming about shit. My teacher would be like, Nicole. And I'd be like, hmm. <laughs> hmm. That's my name and I'm not sure what we've been talking oh, about. Oh no, weird little kid. Yeah, it was just so hard. I had a, I was a very, stra- I was a very strange kid and like, mm-hmm. I think it's like kind of queer but not like in a sexual way but I was like, I was like, I'm the president of of kids. Like, I, I was just like, I'm I'm a kid professionally, and I like uh, wrote. I would like write articles for like the local newspaper, oh and my like God, I was such a twerp. I was such a little twerp, and I was afraid of everything. But I was like, I'm the kid pres. I'm the president of all the kids, and I'm here to speak on behalf of kids. I, I was like such a weirdo. Love that. <laughs> such a weirdo. I was true. I I was like, leave me the fuck alone, and let me just twirl around. <laughs> Um, I got this Tinder message from this guy who keeps messaging me. Okay. So on the March 29th, he said, hey, Nicole, I like I like two pineapple hat. So in one of my pictures, I am holding a cocktail in a gold pineapple cup with like a little, like it had a little topper and I was yeah. like wearing it as a hat because I'm cute. And I was like, great, I'm not responding to that. So then he said on May 11th, so what's up, Nicole? We gonna get that D and the V this weekend, <gasps> and by D and V, I mean dinner and vanilla dessert, which was I had a bunch of acronyms on my profile, so I think he was trying to be cute. Uh, okay, and then and I didn't respond because his first picture looked good, and that's why we matched. 
But then I went through his pictures and was like, oh, what a misleading picture. I think you look more like your insane pictures. So then July 30th, he said, hello, Nicole. Why do you never holler back? You're killing my ego. LOL, cry face. And then December 23rd at 9 a.m., he said, so I might just be the greatest stick you never had, but you'll never know until you try. And I want to be like, what indication? What context clue have you gotten from my non-responses? Right. That I'm dying right. for you to continue to message me. Well, I think at a certain point, it's just like male ego is that fragile. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, oh, nope, I deserve it. I got, I'm going to get this. And it's like. I guess it's, so. But you're never going to respond. It's I'm only going to make you respond less. Never, ever going to respond to There's you. no interest there. No. Also, you haven't said anything that's like a conversation open. Like, yes. you haven't been a normal person. But wait, but on the other hand, why won't you just like unmatch him? I don't know. Yeah. I guess content to read on my <laughs> podcast <laughs> i guess i date in two lanes where i'm like this person's insane i'll keep this conversation open so i For can fun. read it to america yes read it to the pod and then there's another lane where i'm like i won't read any of this yeah and I'm it's gonna too enjoy scary this it's and- a, such a scary it's so scary i went on i went started dating this guy recently who i at first we went on a date mm-hmm. it was based off of tinder and i could not um how do i put this I could. He made my head hurt. Oh no! He was like so smart, but mm-hmm. so eccentric, and so mm-hmm. um, the way he speaks and communicates is like a little off. Oh. And I was like, "This is too. This is like too complicated." I said, "Like you're really special, but you make my head hurt." Mm-hmm. And he was he was like, "It's okay. Like he understands that that's how the wor- people like pers- mm-hmm. you know kind of um, experience him." So I was very much like freaked a little intimidated not freaked out intimidated Mm -hmm. and then on our second date it i was overthinking it and then it was like wait just have fun with him because he's actually funny and truly weird Uh true weirdo and then it started to get good and then we had a very very awkward like day trip that was very tense and really was very very awkward and tense and then we had started talking about politics. Oh no! And it was not a happy ending. <laughs> I feel like you gotta save politics for maybe maybe you don't save it. I don't know. It this just, was date it's three so or four. Polarizing. Yeah, it was like a. I got lectured for not equating Hillary to Trump. Okay. I was like, no, they are not the same. And he was. I don't think they're the same. I said they are not. I do. They are not the same. I... And he called me classist. Oh. And said that uh, he did. He did admit to voting for uh, Jill Stein. So. Oh come on! <laughs> voting for Jill Stein's literally voting for Santa Claus. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> come on. Yeah. I he mean, was, he's a sweet guy, but we that was a very like it wasn't just, that was like the the mm-hmm. tail in the what is it nail in the the nail in the coffin. Yeah, the nail in the coffin. Isn't it interesting that Trump has been president for two years? Don't you feel like it's been forty seven years? Oh, it's it's astounding. We have two more years. It's astounding. <laughs> We're only halfway there, but I still have, I still have moments. Where out of nowhere, it'll be, I'll have like a flashback to literally to like the most mundane experience Mm -hmm. in like 2015 or 14 Mm -hmm. or whatever. And I'm like, whoa, like who, I, in that moment, there's not a, there was never a chance in my Uh -uh. head that this is where we would be. I mean, when he won that Republican nomination, I was like, this is it. He's going to be our president. All my friends of color were like, "Uh, this is it. 
Like, this is it. And yep. I was like, no, right. it's not. Like, people are not. And then it happened. And mm-hmm. my friends of color were like, yeah. I like. We've seen it. Right before the election was posting so much, I'm like, you don't get it. He's their Obama. Yes. He's, he's, he's the. Yeah. <laughs> he's Obama to people who uh, are like, he's change. And yep. he keeps saying, like, uh, what was Obama's? It was a uh, change. Um, yes, we can. Yes, we can. And change or whatever. Change. And it was like, make America great again. Yeah, it's a great slogan. Yep. And then Hillary didn't even have a slogan. And then yeah. Homegirl did not even campaign. She literally <sighs> campaigned on like, this is my time. Yeah, <laughs> I'm ready. Like, That's not how you do it. Yeah, you can't just do it that way. But also, but also, I was like, he, I don't know. I, I guess in my head, I was like, it's like the that dress. Remember that? Like that dress where it was like, is it black, black and blue or mm-hmm. white and gold or whatever? That was really weird. It was white and gold. I only saw black and blue. <laughs> I didn't. I couldn't even f- see a glimmer of white and gold if I, I stared it hard enough. I couldn't see a glimmer of black and blue. That's so that crazy. It's so crazy. But that to me is Trump where it's like, I look at him and I uh-huh. see blue and gold or I see like, or, you know, orange and mm-hmm. deeper orange. Huh. And everyone else sees, you know, w- these people who see, they see, they look at him and hear him and they see this like superhero, a man of the people. And it's yeah. like, he's disgusting. He's terrible. Also, where's Baron? Where the fuck Where's is Baron? We haven't seen Baron in a year. I don't think, and I know everyone's like, leave the kid alone. I'm like, no, no, no. What's going on? But where is he? Where the fuck is that? Did kid? they lose him in the White House? I he know it's pretty big. <laughs> he, where the fuck he t- is he, he did his own like um, escape from Danamora <laughs> through the White House. <laughs> he built a tunnel and left. Oh Poor my kid. god! Oh, I'm gonna read to you another. So I got a hinge message. Also, my therapist, I had a real rough December with dating, mm. and ugh, I can't get into it. What it's is Hinge again? Hinge is, you respond, I you... think, allegedly, it was, like, people you have in common on Facebook, right. but I don't have a real Facebook page. I just have, like, a, a Nicole Byer comedian yeah. page. Do, uh, you, you is, do you use Hinge regularly? I do, because it seems like people are a little bit more civilized on okay. it. Okay. Are you on Raya? I am on Raya, and okay. I use Raya too. Raya did not work. How how long did it take for you to get on Raya? Uh, you mean like since it's like 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 when you applied? Um, I got one of those friend um oh, okay. referrals, so it was pretty quick. I also got a friend referral, and it took two years. Two years, <laughs> really? Uh huh. So David, he wrote to me and was like, so. On Hinge, it's like pictures, and then you answer little questions. So it's like you okay. don't have to write an about me section, which I like. Yes, Because I course. feel like an about me section is so convoluted in a way that's like, how do you want me to do I like yes. to do fun shit, and I don't know how to tell you that exactly. in any other way. So it was like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I said, a bus driver and mechanic, because I love cars. And then he said, I'm glad you became a writer. You're very funny. I caught you on MTV a couple times, well, before I turned 40. So then I matched with him. And then he wrote, hi, Nicole, appreciate your talent for writing. It's funny. I said, oh, thank you so much. And then I haven't heard from him. Yeah. And I was like, so you matched. Why? 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 Can I tell you? Why? In the heyday of OkCupid, okay mm-hmm. I, even before ghosting was a term, I swore that there was some version, something going on in the algorithm mm-hmm. where they did this, what you're getting on Hinge, where they purposely... And I know it's like a conspiracy theory, but my (laughs) hunch was that they went in and there was some algorithm at play that there was a level of you were talking, 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 Mm -hmm. and then somebody disappears for no apparent reason. And I 
truly was I hypothesized that this was like an okay cupid way of continuing to feed the beast where oh. you were like well, where the fuck is he and then you're just like no I'm gonna keep going uh-huh. and I'm gonna keep looking for other matches now look I could I know I'm probably wrong but like this when you have this behavior it's so crippling mm-hmm. when you're like where the fuck did you go where the fuck are you? Yeah, where? That you have to, then like, yes. you have to like and try I've to mend that. people go away and then like a year later be like, hey, hey. so sorry. Yeah, I'm like, where'd you where? go? What? Where you, you can't go? say, where did you go? Because then you seem insane because you're like, were you pining for me for a year? And it's like, no, I'm just very curious as to where the fuck where, you went. That's all I want to know is just where you went. Here's a question. So you are an actor, a comic. Yep. You've got a fabulous show that I wish I could do, but I cannot sing. Oh, <laughs> I want to do haunting renditions so bad, but I <laughs> cannot sing. And you've appeared on Broad City, which is mm-hmm. a wildly popular show. Yes. Has dating changed since your career has elevated? Yeah, it's that it's definitely and I'm sure you experience this too, where it's like it gets weird. Because mm-hmm. because pe- when somebody's like I mean, I'm like a you know, I'm like the a J list celebrity base, you know, but like <laughs> Like a basic cable, like whatever, you know, recurring character celebrity. Mm-hmm. But nevertheless, like because Broad City is so has such a cult following mm-hmm. and appeals to such a st- distinct, you know, audience, mm-hmm. it does get uh, it does get weird sometimes if somebody's trying to like not get dirt, but like really ingratiate themselves in a way where I'm like, yeah, please don't ask that, or you mm-hmm. know, like no, like <laughs> what's the wildest thing you've been asked on a date in reference to your career? Can we hang out with your sister? Ah! <laughs> I'm like, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> I'm like, That's no, nuts! no. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's so it's so minimizing and patronizing. Yes. But it's also crazy. It's just the gall. The gall. The, okay, so I got to Elliot. I'm going to get to Alana this way. It's so weird. And I'm just going to ask. That's crazy because then it's like for what for what 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 do you think is gonna happen but and to me the reason it's crazy is because it's at that moment i'm like so you're somebody who like watches tv mm-hmm. believes that tv that, is real that she is that, she, that exact person so much so that you're gonna use me to get to the tv character like Ugh. you care that much like Follow her on Instagram if you like. It's, yeah. It makes it, it is so. It's a we, it's weird. Oof. It's super weird. That is very wild. <laughs> very wild. And very I'm, depressing. At least has it ever? It does it happen in the beginning, or have you like dated someone? Oh for no, no, a no while? beginning, beginning, good, beginning, good. No, if and I wouldn't. I couldn't. I don't know what I would do if I was like dating somebody and they were like that would said be that so sad that like so you sad. put in all the work. Well, here's you know the other the flip side of that is. That like I was in a very serious relationship for a long time in New York mm-hmm. um, when I still lived there, and after we broke up, you know, it was that whole thing where it's like, oh, who gets to keep the friends, and mm-hmm. you know, whatever you're trying to like maintain relationships with your friends of his and his friends of yours, and it's messy, you know. There's always it's always like that, mm-hmm. but so I had like I my friendship with a cu- two of his best friends ended pretty poorly because mm-hmm. there was just miscommunication, and you know the way it is, so. A year passes at least, and I get a um, phone call from Italy. I'm like, what? Like in the middle of the night, uh-huh. like a phone call from like a European zip code or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm just ignored. It makes no sense. And then I get an email the next day from the, this couple that I was friends with who I lost touch with because mm-hmm. things got weird. 
and they were like, you know, they were just like really sweet and like we live in Italy now and they were really like, you know, wanted to like mend the mend fences or whatever mm-hmm. and, and just like kind of get back on this, at least be, you know, pleasant and, and you know, cordial with talking to each other and hearing how we're, each other were doing. I was like, great, I can do that. Like, and they live in Italy. It's uh-huh. not like I'm, you know, whatever. So yeah, you'll never see them. I am never going to see you again. So I'm like, that's, that's nice. Like, that's like kind of sweet and uplifting. And so we just kind of sent a couple emails back and forth to um, just chat, you know, just catch up with each mm-hmm. other. And then maybe... Maybe a month later, if not even that long, I got an email from half of the couple, one of the guys, and he was like, hey, so my brother's girlfriend Uh, is starting a, like, shoe line or something. uh, Is there any way that you could see if she could get, like, a brand deal on Broad City? uh, And I was like, are you fuck like?" It's not even this guy. It's his brother's, brother's girlfriend. girlfriend. And I'd never met his... I mean, I'd never met his brother, no less his... I'm like, that what? That is so bonkers to me. After all the shit we went through, this is what you think is like the cool thing to do? Ugh. It was the, It was the weirdest, grimiest, creepiest... That is so fucking gross. I'm very glad I've never experienced that. <laughs> oh, it's so, gr- it's right so gross. Right now, I just have people asking me to make videos for their children mm. or... For their friends' children or like children in their classroom. Okay. And the answer is yes, I'll do it for $10 million. Yeah, of course. Give me $10 You're million. You're going to work for free. Yeah, it's crazy. Now I'm not making a fucking video for your kid. Also, I have no idea what to ever say. I'm like, stay in school. Uh, <laughs> I hope like, you stay a fan. That's I like don't know. So, that's so our generation. Stay in school. Don't do drugs. It's like, yeah. <laughs> or don't stay in school. Don't and stay also, in school. Do drop drugs. out. I didn't get a degree. Who cares? <laughs> and I love drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Elliot. Would you would you date me? I would date you. Uh, so hard. What a dream. <laughs> Sometimes I I truly feel like I would have I would be like booed up and married if I was just a man. Yeah. I think I'd be I think I would thrive as a gay men, man. When well yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like it's easy to say that, but but if you have um I don't know. It's easy to. It's so hard to be gay. I think it's so mm-hmm. hard. But it, but gay guys make it look easy, and I don't think. And I think that actually kind of sucks because it's not. Tr- it's mm-hmm. not. It's not real. Like it's. It's really hard to be gay. And I think there's this idea that like I don't know. I think of like the Modern Family guys where they're like everything's fine, and you know uh-huh. it's like yeah, but there's there's intricacies and and like as as with two women or or any you know non mm-hmm. non hetero couple, it's like you're trying to like put the pieces together but there's no real rubric for exactly how to do it mm. and so it's complicated because it has to be subjective you have to figure it out yourself more than the straight man and woman who can like look at the fucking bachelor or any fairy yeah, tale and be anything. like here's how it goes Wait, why don't they do like a same-sex bachelor or bachelorette well they like, did with guys oh they did yeah that was called like fi- finding prince charming i think yeah, i never I mean, watched like, it just have it be part of the bachelor franchise yeah, I mean, I think you're absolutely like, right. I they've only had one black bachelor. Yeah, the bachelor. Like, I don't watch it, but it looks so. It seems so fucked. I don't um, understand what. Yeah, it, it's a bunch of women trying to fuck one mediocre dude for no reason, for though. No right? No reason for yeah, like literally it's just like, no fame. This is my last chance of love, and I was like, "Bitch, just go out in the world. Just walk outside. What are you doing?" I think the only trouble I'd have as a gay man is I would look exactly like Keenan Thompson. <laughs> Keenan's adorable. <laughs> I think Keenan's really cute. I think we look. A lot of like, <laughs> and earlier in my career, people would send me pictures of us together, like just like Why? Photoshop together, and be like, "Never seen you in the same place." 
Ew, <laughs> don't do that to me. Oh, people Can I tell you how it's, this year, finally, people have started saying, you know who you look like? And I brace, I grit my teeth, mm-hmm. I brace for it. I'm waiting for like something horrible. And they tell me Johnny Galecki from Big Bang. And what? I'm like, I, honestly, I'm like, I'll, t- I'll t- I'm like, thank you so much. He is normal. And like, like they're not telling me anything away. It's fine. I, I'm like, I will take because I don't want to hear something like scary. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear something scary. I did a show at Largo and was walking out after and this man goes, Retta, Retta, Retta. <sighs> and I turned around. Retta was not there. And I was like, this man thinks I'm Retta. Oh, my God. Like, Retta's taller than me. A little older than me. Yeah. And also, our faces are completely different. Completely different. I get Retta, Gabri Sidibe, Amber Riley, Jill Scott, any famous black woman who's a slightly overweight. Like, Whoopi Goldberg, Ruby D. Yes, Ruby D. Dion Warwick. Eartha Kitt, Hattie McDale. Uh, uh, <laughs> they're like, you were in Gone with the Wind, right? You're the Mammy. Oh you won an Oscar. God, and I'm like, insane. I did. And I'm yeah. back from the fucking dead. That is insane. Elliot, we've come to the end. Do you have anything you want to promote? Uh, Oh, my podcast, a podcast I do with that you've been yes, on yes, so kindly. Yes. It's called You're Making It Worse. And it's with H. Allen Scott and Brent Sullivan. And we talk about gay mindlessness and mm-hmm. how we can try to help. And you also did a web series of the same name. Uh, that was actually called It Gets... Oh, oh yes. Haunting Renditions, the web series. It, wait a minute. I'm I'm confusing my own brands. Uh-huh, you no. really are. You're Making It Worse is a podcast. But Haunting also, didn't you do videos? No, we did a web series called It Gets Better-ish. Oh. You were in that as well. Okay. <laughs> but that was years uh, ago. I'm in all your content. <laughs> you really are. <laughs> when is your next haunting renditions? It is February 9th at the Dynasty Typewriter in Los Angeles. It's a great show. Thanks. Elliot has a beautiful voice. Thanks. And you find comedians with great voices. And you rearrange songs. Yeah, we, re- we rearrange ba- like it's bad songs into good songs. Truly a You just got joy. an Instagram comment from... You know Larry Owens? No. He's a brilliantly funny New York comic mm-hmm. and has an amazing voice. I'm like in love with him. We did a a rendition, a haunting rendition of Why Did You Do That from Starsborn? Yes. And you know how I don't know if you know this or like who cares, but like there was a whole back and forth, a debate like about whether the song is supposed to be bad. Mm-hmm. And Diane Warren, who wrote it, mm-hmm. you know, she's written like all those huge songs, has like come out and been like, no, it's it's a, supposed it's to be a, a good pop perfect song. pop song. And we posted it. And like Haunting Reditions doesn't have like a huge Instagram following mm-hmm. on its own handle per se. She found it and commented on it and was like, what's so wrong? Bro- like, what's so wrong with trying to make a good pop song, by the way? And then wrote like something like, but by the way, you sound great. And I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> Diane Warren. I love that she found it. <laughs> she also, found it. let's just settle it. It is a great pop song. I think it's a great and song. And I think the lyrics are on the nose for what her point is in her career. Exactly. But it's a great pop it's song. It's a clunk. The lyrics are clunky, but the music is great. Yes. And it uh, should be clunky, like yes. you said. Yes. I think it's like she's performing on SNL. Yes. Like, he starts drinking again. I fucking loved A Star is Born. I really liked it a lot. It was, Lady Gaga's forehead did not move one time, and nope. now she get an award. Exactly. That doctor fucking Botox the fuck out and, of her. And uh, the, the, uh, mus- uh, Sam Elliott's mustache also, like, oh my God. that deserves its own Oscar. And then uh, Bradley doing some Sam Elliott cosplay. Oh my God. <laughs> and then when Sam Elliott goes, you stole my voice, oh. I laughed I laughed so, so hard. hard, too. I laughed. That was the funniest scene in the movie. It was so funny. Why was that so funny? I don't know. If, because it was like, who is he, Ursula? Yeah, exactly. And then the, the point right before the climax of the movie where yeah. he stares into the camera, I was like, I love that Bradley Cooper directed himself to stare into Brilliant. the lens 
of a camera. Also, I love his dog. That's oh, his that real dog. Oh, that dog is so cute. That's oh, his, that's real, his dog. real dog. Yeah. That dog deserves an Oscar. I want that dog. All right. We got to get the fuck <laughs> up out of here because I got another guest. Okay. If you like this episode of Why Won't You Date Me, please like it, subscribe, rate it five stars. Um, if you send me something nasty via a DM uh, on iTunes, I'll read it. So this person said, they DM'd me on Instagram. They said, I want to use that ass as my waffle bowl while I'm using your pussy as a hot tub. Just soak in that puss and gobble up them extra syrupy waffles. (laughs) I have no idea what that means, but you tried and I thoroughly appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. Bye bye. This has been a Team Coco production. Coming back from an injury or any painful condition is not a do-it-yourself project. Gaylord Physical Therapy in Cromwell, Cheshire, and North Haven has the technology and talent to help you get back to what you love. Whether it's taking a walk or running a marathon, Gaylord Physical Therapy in Cromwell, Cheshire, and North Haven can help you get back to your personal best. Gaylord, think possible. Also available in Madison and Wallingford. Go to gaylord.org for more information. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.